Welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. God, I feel like, I'm sorry I'm a bit late to today's, um, today's class. <laughs> God, you know, I feel like the supply teacher that's ran in late for the lesson. Um, normally we do this a bit earlier, you know, sort of maybe 10, 10.30. Um, I was on a call earlier on today with someone that's um, had a quite compelling story, actually. Um, you know, she, she works in doing a lot of sexual healing and has a real fascinating background. Used to be a former dominatrix, former escort, um, based in California. And, um, you know, I guess everyone's got a story. Everyone has got a story. Everyone has come from somewhere, right? And just bear that in mind, you know, you never know who you're going to bump into, what their story is. Um, you know, be mindful of that. What have I been doing today? Uh, I have been recording the audio version of my book that is soon to be released. Okay, guys? Yes, I am releasing a book. And this has been a long time in the making. And I want you guys to celebrate this journey with me. Uh, when I release this book, I want you to be able to get a copy and enjoy every bit of sentiment that I've put in this. I mean, I've put in, um, you know, it took us two years to produce, but it hasn't took two years to produce. You know, this is uh, over a decade's worth of work in this book that's soon to be released. And um, as soon as we go ahead with that. It's going to be soon. I, I, I just want you guys to enjoy it. There's, um, there's some great value in there. Okay. Let me just do a few hellos. Hi, Andrus. Thanks for jumping on. Hi, Joria. Um, hi, Alex. Welcome. Hi, Thomas. Thanks for jumping on. Hi, Vicky. Thank you. for. Whoa, what's going on here? Flip it around. How do I flip it around again? Oh my God. There we go. That's a bit embarrassing. There we go. <laughs> Right. Hi, Dan, Kevin, Jason, Kev. If, you, if you've just jumped on, you're new, new to this, it's your first time jumping on, please do not hesitate to answer a question. I threw out a um, Ask Me Anything post earlier on today, and there were some, really, some fantastic questions that were asked, and uh, I'm going to pull them out today, and I'm going to go through them one by one and have them answered for you. But again, this is a time and a place, if you've got any questions about dating, social, lifestyle, mindset, fire away. Something that I have been told recently, I keep on hearing that I am deep. I'm deep. Am I deep? I don't know. I just can't stand a boring conversation. I can't stand a how's the weather chat. You know, for me, I like to just get into people's minds. I like to stimulate. And I think that, um, you know, more of that, man. Hi, Jose. Hi, Danielle. Hi, JT. Hi, Dante. Hi, Speaker. So, yeah, let me, have a, let me dig out these questions. What have we got? Let's have a look. Right. Uh, I'm very weak at chatting. Can you suggest how to chat? Okay. So here's the first question from Willie Boy. <laughs> Willie Boy. I'm very weak in chatting. Can you suggest 
a way to chat. Okay. Well, let's first of all start with the basics. Okay. The basics being that, as we just said, it's boring to engage with someone that dishes out the how's the weather chat, the 11 o'clock pub chat. Fucking hell. You know what I mean? Look, if you are an attractive woman, you know, maybe you are going to have a stream full of men that give it a go that night, right? You've got to ask yourself, what the hell have you got to go in with to make impact, right? Surely not the same thing as 10 other guys would have uh, gone in with on, on the same night, right? Let's, let's unpack what that might have been. You know, the typical things that pop up in conversation when you meet someone for the first time are, what do you, what do, you do? Where are you from? How old are you? Fucking hell. I mean, this right here is what I call the yawn zone, right? There's just no, no other way to, to, to categorize that. You know, when someone has the audacity, the laziness, right, to go into that pattern of questions, what do you do, where are you from, how old are you? Fucking, I mean, how lazy is that, you know? How lazy is that? There's so many ways that you can get that information from someone, but don't use those words and that language because soon as you say that, it just triggers something in someone's mind. It's just like, oh, fuck this again, right? So what I like to use is assumptions, okay? Assumptions. Now, the beauty of an assumption is that you could go quite wide with it because it is the basis of cold reading, right? A lot of cold reading is based on um, assuming, right? And then you get a hit and then you dig deeper. And so you could go that angle with it or you could go in a more playful way. So, for example, I mean, you know, look, th thing, things that you can pick up on someone as soon as you meet them, right? Do they have a tan? Do they have an accent? Right? What's their dress sense like? What do you what can you assume from hearing their accent? Can you assume they're from Italy? Could you assume the mother's from France? Can you assume that um you know they've been away recently because they've got a tan? Or is that a natural tan? What's that Mediterranean look from? If you like those sort of dark tanned Mediterranean women, then you need to come up with more assumptions that are based on that context right? So start using assumptions as opposed to questions. Questions are okay, but when you start stacking them, it becomes a bit interrogational, and it's just not a nice experience, right? So the first step to having a bit more of a better conversation is using assumptions. I also like strong statements, okay? Just being honest, just being true to yourself, right? Have an opinion, have an opinion. Don't be the nodding dog. If, for the UK audience right now that are watching this, I know it's quite late, and if you are, thank you for staying up late watching this. But And, and for anyone else uh, listening from all around the world, um, there is an advert that's quite prominent in the UK market, and it's called the Churchill Car Insurance uh, Advert, right? And in the Churchill Car <laughs> Insurance Advert is this dog. And it's um, one of those dogs that sits on the parcel shelf in um in your car and as you go over the bumps hey scotland's in the house great man um as you go over the bumps the dog just kind of nods its head like that you know it's just it just nods right so you just 
do not want to ever come across as the agreeable nodding dog, right? The Churchill car insurance advert, right? That is just, I mean, a woman's just going to see straight through that and see that A, you're not listening, and B, he's just thinking about what's the next question he could ask to make it quicker to get into my panties, right? <laughs> just, but you know, it's, it's back to a few other um, uh, podcasts I did uh, recently where I talked about you've got to be an active listener, right? You can passively listen, right? But women can see straight through that, okay? So use assumptions, you know, and base those assumptions on, you know, things you see, right? They could be, you know, what they're wearing. What could you assume by what you see someone wearing, right? Think about it. I don't want to give so much to you right now. I don't like to spoon feed you content. I just like to give you the mechanisms, the mechanics of how my mind works and how my mind works, um, my students' minds work, right? Okay, so what you're also looking for is content that you could potentially use. So in conversation, again, back to actively listening, there may be content you can use. There may be, um, you know, if you assume something, for example, you go, where's the accent from? What you're going to get is maybe, you know, oh, well, my, I'm, I'm Italian or I'm, I'm from up north, like, you know, or wherever they're from. That's a hook, right? From that, you can get that piece of information and thread further content from. But remember, listen so you can challenge someone even more on what they're saying or relate it back to something that's relevant to the subject, okay? So I hope that makes sense. I just want to put emphasis in that, Willy boy, <laughs> Willy boy, that um, stay away from the, the dreaded yawn zone by being conscious of the what you do, where you're from, how old are you, okay? You can be aware of yourself saying it, and you can work on that, but what you can't control is if they use the same material on you. So another little trick that I want to use, want to share with you guys, is get bored of hearing yourself say the same thing. If you're regularly going out, you're interacting with people, you're having such experiences, get bored of hearing yourself say the same thing night in, night out. Because if you're bored of yourself, the chances are, you're giving someone a boring experience, <laughs> all right? <laughs> Willie boy, thanks for your question, buddy. That's great. Okay. Did I miss any questions on here? And, and welcome for people that have just jumped on. Hi, Topple. Um, hi there, buddy. <laughs> exactly. Ultimate LJ. The yawn zone. Right. Okay, for collaborations, just send me a DM and um, I'll look into to your requests. Hi, Samara. Who else we got? Hi, Precious. Hello, Precious. <laughs> right, who else we got? Who else is coming? Who haven't I said hello to yet? Let me just scroll through. Cool. Right, so let me, again, guys, if you've just, I don't speak Spanish, um, but hi, Dan, welcome back. Guys, you know the score. If, you, if you've, you've come on here again, Jesus, what I stopped doing that. If you've come on here again, um, you know, and you enjoyed it last week, you know, I just want to constantly build on it. So I just want to constantly kind of just give as much value as I can to you guys. If it's your first time, you can ask me anything about dating, lifestyle, social, anything to help you improve your confidence and perhaps remove unwanted thoughts in your mindset. 
your mindset might consist of such things that are holding you back from getting the things that you want right now. Ask me, ask me how to get rid of it. I'll help you with that. Hi, Charlie. Thanks for jumping on. Right, let's see some more questions that we had earlier on. <laughs> okay. Zohi. Can a lower... Can a... Can a loner boy get a hot girl? Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a funny question. And I think there's two sides to this. First, first of all, I want to help you out with, if, if you're speaking about yourself, is that it's important to, to develop your social value. You know, it's important to, you know, find yourself on the pecking order in society. And by doing that, I feel that the focus should be on perhaps being social first. And if you focus on being social first, what will happen is you will feel more comfortable within yourself. You will take the pressure off yourself in terms of finding someone and I feel the fact that by being social and going on that social to develop social confidence, the byproduct will be meeting a woman anyway, right? You know, women are often drawn to men who seem familiar in social settings. So if you go on a journey yourself by being more outward and socially confident, then by definition you'll become more attractive. When you become more competent in s such social environments, naturally, you will be in environments where women of beauty will be, right? So start the journey of being more social and the byproduct of being more social will be access to women of beauty. Okay, great question. I, I feel your frustration, okay? But um, don't worry, man. And, and I often, I've, I, I say this a lot. I say this a lot. If you find yourself feeling lonely, go back to learning. Learn something new. Because every time you learn something new, it brings people together with a common interest, okay? If you've got that common interest then you've got rapport, and then that's where friendship is developed. I just, I was feeling a bit un unfit recently, and um, what I did, I went to my gym, and in my gym, there was a boxing session going on today, and you know, if you know anything about me, I have a bit of a background in that, so I just jumped in, I said, hey, do you mind if I join in, in, a, in the session? And I had a great time, I was so thankful um, for being able to jump into that session today because it really gave me a kick up the ass and um, really showed where I was at with my fitness, the biggest wake-up call, I tell you. But the byproduct of that, right, Learn, learning, going back to learning again, going back to training, right, was I was paired up with a guy who was of similar height to me and we were practicing, you know, we were boxing each other, we were sparring, and, you know, we interacted with each other and a friendship was born. Okay? So friendship can be developed anywhere. Okay? So 
just focus on that. Go back to learning. If you're feeling lonely, go back to learning. Okay? All right, thanks for the question. Now, I've seen there's a few, we've got a few more people jumping on. Hi, Sunny. Thanks for jumping on. Hi, Paro. Hi, Erica. Erica is the woman I was uh, telling you guys about earlier. Erica, I just um, shared a little bit of our conversation, a bit about your background and a bit about the work that you do. So, guys, if you're in California or in L.A., Erica is a fantastic woman to speak to in terms of sexual healing. You know, when I get that feeling, I got sexual healing. Erica is your lady. Go and check Erica out. Give her a follow. Um, her story is fantastic. You know, really hit hard today. Great conversation. Uh, right. I was, let me just, where are the questions? I'm just scrolling back. Sorry if I miss your questions. I hope I don't. I apologize if I have done in the past when people have asked them. I do try and get everyone's questions answered. Oh, what's going on? Uh, right, let's have a look. Okay. N2S Raynell, I'm answering your question, buddy. What do you do? What do you do if a girl walks up to you and says, I like you, but you like someone else, but you don't want to say no because you don't want to break her heart? Oh, you're a sweetheart, man. You're a sweetheart. Like that question. Um, the best thing you can do is being honest, right? What will break her heart is you being a dick leading her on, right? I spoke about this recently on a documentary I'm going to be featuring, uh, going to be featuring in, in, in the summer. We just recorded it yesterday and it was on this subject actually. So you've just got to be transparent. You've just got to be transparent, right? And although that might hurt temporarily for, for an individual to hear and experience emotionally, you know, they'll be thankful for that in the long run. And that's very telling of your character, you know, if you can do that, right? So you just say that, just go, look, um, you know, I think, I think you're, you're, you're a great person to be around and you're a great person, someone I really value in my life, but... Where I'm at right now, I'm just I'm just not on the same page. I, I I'm not looking for the same thing that you're looking for within each other, right? So just just be trans. I mean, you can language it in any way that you want. I'm just kind of rolling stuff off the tongue here. But biggest takeaway from what I've just said is just be legit, be authentic, be real. Don't like start playing games, right? Because that's just being a knob. All right. Great question, though. Really appreciate that one. Right. Dan Telford, what's your thoughts on the Sigma male? Um, would need a bit more elaboration on that question, buddy, unless you meant the single male. Um, yeah. Just give me some clarity on that. Hi, Justin. Thanks for jumping on. Right. Hi, Tavland. Right, Top was throwing in a question. Let's hear it. How important is dress sense? Like wearing what feels comfortable versus wearing what looks smart or is in trend? Uh, I wish that um, Dale was listening to this because I would, would or is watching this because I would just throw him onto the uh, call right now. Um, on my YouTube channel, and for those that watching and aren't a subscriber, um, 
I highly recommend that you watch my YouTube videos and subscribe because I I over deliver on them. I'm, I'm dropping so much content on there. And I would say if you followed my videos alone, if you have the discipline enough to follow my videos and go and implement, I'm getting messages all the time where guys have saying they've seen my videos and gone out there and it's changed their life, like it's completely transformed their dating life, right? So watch the videos. Um, back to your question. Um, the reason why I'm talking about that is because myself and Dale talk um, in depth about this subject, right? So, you know, styling, he, he, these are his words, and I really echo these words, right? It's not about following a trend, right? Styling is about style, right? It's, a, it's about your, your style. It's about your brand, right? So you're not trying to follow a trend, right? You're not trying to f follow some marketing hype. Yeah, you've got to really work out what image you want to put out there of yourself and have some staple pieces in your wardrobe that represent that, okay? Now, my story is that I wasn't competent in this area as a young man. In actual fact, I was jealous of men that actually did understand it and did get it. And when I finally did start taking care of it, right, which is probably, I don't know, only, only started taking care of it really about sort of five years ago, I noticed the difference dramatically. Like, it's your presentation, right? It's your identity. It's part of the experience someone is having with you. But not only that, grooming as well, right? Regular haircuts, you know, if you're, if you're not growing your hair, you know, regular haircuts. Well, even if you are growing your hair, it still needs to be kept in shape. So, you know, seeing your barber or your hairstylist regularly, right? If you've got a beard, like making sure that's maintained, you know, the, the back of your neck, your back, like making sure your hairs are trimmed in unsightly places. Nasal hair. I'm astounded when I see guys fucking come onto my courses with like straggly nasal hair, man. Come on. I mean, it's in the mirror. You see that every day. It's looking at you. It's stroking you, telling me, cut me. I need trimming. Just sort it out, brother. <laughs> you know, like teeth, man. Like I just, I was literally on the phone yesterday to a former client of mine who is um, a dental specialist because I want to get my teeth widened, right? Like, I use my mouth a lot. I'm talking. It makes sense that I take care of that space, right? So style isn't just isn't just about style is not just about clothes. Yeah. It's about your physique too. Yeah. Like a lot of people they, they look at images on Instagram, whether they be influencers or celebrities, models, and they forget the reason why that person looks good in those clothes is because their physique is part of the style, right? Dale does a fantastic job of breaking this down in my YouTube um, channel. Check it out. Um, you know, he, he's, he's there. He's the guy that's dressed like some, 
some 80s pimp, man. You'll enjoy the video. You'll appreciate it. But Topple, great question. I hope that really, um, you know, answers that one for you. Hi, Camilla. Thanks for jumping on. Team Scream. I'm talking to a girl and she always says I am so kind and so nice. I guess she just, I'm in the friend zone, right? Um, sounds like it. I mean, you know, I always break this down on, on the calls on a, on a regular basis, but the friend zone, the reason why you are in the friend zone is because you put yourself there. And what I mean by that is you didn't, you didn't move forward in a way that showed your intent, right? Let's go back to basics. You know, does she even know that you have such interest in her on that level? Have you even complimented her? You know, ha I mean, has there been any sort of intimacy with this woman, right? If you're asking such questions, I'm probably st steered in the direction of probably not, okay? So, the reason why people often find themselves in the friend zone is because they did not establish themselves as someone that she could potentially have sex with. Therefore, you know, she, she hasn't even been able to digest that psychologically for herself, right? You've always just been tiptoeing around the idea of it. Therefore, you remained in the friend zone, okay? So you've got to start being more verbal about your intentions, being playful, right? It's always the girl that you're interested in that you tend not to behave in the right way. And it's, it always seems to be the girls that you don't care about, right, where you have no problem escalating. It's a, a really crazy paradox, but that's what it is, all right? Great question. Thanks for asking for it. LJ, how do you stop the next day... How do you stop the next day conversation anxiety... What? How do you stop the next day conversation anxiety? Oh my God, did I really say that? Oh, and overthinking what you said. That's a really interesting question. I think that um, to just not really care, like you can't really be living like that. I mean, I, I, I always t take it like this. You, you go out to play, right? You go out to play right? Conversationally, I'm talking about, right? And if people don't want to play, that's absolutely fine. But you can't then go at home and go, oh, I can't believe I said that. Like, enjoy being a little bit outrageous, right? Just enjoy and accept that's part of who you are. Yeah? Like, unless, like, I mean, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to let me know what you said, and that maybe, like, it is absolutely insane. But, um, I just think embrace it, enjoy it, you know, it, it's part of who you are, okay? Better, better to be that person as opposed to the, you know, how's the weather chat. I'd, I'd be more anxious that I fell into that trap of what do you do, where are you from, how old you are. That's where my anxiety would kick in, right? But thanks for answering it, answering it. great one. Who else we got? Thomas, vulnerability seems to be a really attractive trait to a girl. Obviously, confidence and leading the interaction helps a lot, but vulnerability seems to be another big one. Would you agree with me? Yes. 100%. And, you know, this is a big issue for men, isn't it? We are raised to not show any sign of weakness. Sorry, I'm repeating on myself here. 
we are raised to show no sign of of weakness because it's it's um you know that would show us that would show the outside world that we are you know not masculine or not man enough right but in actual fact you know the moments you show that you are vulnerable are the moments you're connecting with your emotional self right and as you would have not just heard here but probably elsewhere when you're researching this subject that women are emotional beings and what they strive for and well not just women but i think we all strive for is an emotional connection okay i was consulting a particular client i have in mind at the moment and um he was falling into the kind of surfacey kind of um, conversations with his peers. And he, he brought me into trying to help him, you know, make his conversation a bit more, you know, have a bit more flavor. And I, I gave him this one. I go, and you can take this, you can run with this. I go, work this into your conversation. When was the last time you did something for the first time, right? And then that person, whoever you're talking to, is either um, that person you're either talking to is uh, you know thinking about the last thing they experienced or did, they travelled or whatever, and they're sharing that information. Then when a the question comes back, you know it's your turn to share. It's your turn to be vulnerable. Okay. Now again, you could respond with a very surfacey response or you could go a bit deeper yeah you could say something that you know that you i mean well I'll, I'll give you my example right my example was i i saw my my grandfather for the first time in 27 years right like what like what you know, so you're going from surface connection here to whoop there, right? Now you're having a conversation where that person's either going to share something on that level, right? And then you end up talking about such things that they've probably never really spoken or shared with with their friends or their family members. So they identify you as someone they have a unique connection with. They identify you as someone that they have deep rapport with, okay? So being vulnerable, I just encourage it. It's so refreshing. It's so refreshing. Being vulnerable, being open, being transparent. I mean, it's healthy. It's healthy, right? Just have in mind that there are some people that, you know, have bad intentions, okay? So you've really got to qualify people and make sure you're not sharing too much stuff with the wrong people. But if you feel safe and you feel that this is someone that is trustworthy and you want to bond with on an intimate level, then it's a very powerful thing to have in mind, okay? Thanks for the question, Thomas. It's a great one. Yeah, me too, Erica. Thank you. Um, okay, Leroy. I'm not an awkward person, but, some, but sometimes I feel awkward. My question is, what do I do when I'm out of state? This is a really great question. And 
it's um you've got to be understanding of we are all you know people that have energy okay i'm not gonna get too spiritual and too hippie on you right now but what i mean by that is you know state right i might have a positive state one night and another night i might have a not so positive state right uh that night so in order for me to bring my state back up i need to get more social the way to describe it is this if you know for the gamers out there for the the guys that like playing video games and stuff it's like you've got your character and you're moving through the level and your energy is just draining, it's draining, it's draining, it's going down. And you need to hit like a save point to replenish some energy. Yeah. Now those save points or those places where you can replenish energy are all around the room. They're people. Yeah. So if you feel that your state's down, it means you just need to get interacting with people. Yeah. Because you will feed off their energy, which is probably higher than yours. Let me give you a little story. And again, I, I'm, I tell this story a lot. I, nothing's changed in terms of my content over the years. I tell you, it's all the same. But I recall a time when, you know, I've gone out and my friend has convinced me like, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday tonight. You've got to come out. And I'm like, oh, man, it's always someone's birthday every week. I just want some time for myself. And anyway, he's got me out and here I am. I've got, I've got the face like, a, you know, a slapped ass, right? I'm just like, I don't want to be here. And I've, I've chose, I've chose to think that. I've chose to be in a negative state, right? So there's a magic word. We choose, we choose whether we want to think negative or positive. This is in my new book coming out. Make sure you grab a copy. And so I'm there. And I'm, you know, I think we're, we're hitting the 11th hour of the evening and I've just ordered the taxi and my taxi's outside. And in that moment, I am thrown into an interaction with a group of people that I hadn't spoke to for the whole evening. And then suddenly, bang, I'm just having a great time. I'm like alive. I'm like, it's like someone just slipped some Adderall in my drink, right? I'm just like, I'm in the room now. Yeah. And... The takeaway I got from that was just be social. Be social. If you feel your energy is going down, get interacting again because other people have energy. All right? Thanks for the question, buddy. Dan, so I matched with this girl on Tinder. In her bio, she mentioned she likes sushi. So I asked her if I can go out and have sushi, if we can go out and have sushi together. But she said to me she's not planning on meeting anyone. I mean, online dating is a minefield, right? Um, you're going to get a lot of time wasters in online dating. You're going to get a lot of fake profiles. You're getting a lot of people that just like validation, right? The fact that they matched with someone just gives them that little reward cycle for the day. It gives them that little boost, and they have no intention of meeting someone offline, Okay, or perhaps your message, the way that you built it and constructed it was just maybe it was a bit needy. I don't know. Um, 
I would need to look at the, the I would need to, for, for me to give a more accurate um, bit of advice, I, I would need to see the stream of messages um, to me, for me to feel really 100% confident in giving you the right advice there. But generally, um, you just got to consider there are going to be a handful of people that just are after those validation hits, that dopamine hit, and time wasters, etc. Okay. <coughs> Try to use a, a paid platform. When it comes to online dating, I feel that paid platforms or a new dating platform is much better than one that is absolutely saturated like Tinder. I mean, and that's not me just saying that. That's a lot of users that are telling me that as well. You know, my clients and places where I'm talking and stuff like they're all they're all saying they will pretty much sing the same tune as me. So find a new platform. Alex Holloway, thank you for jumping on. Michael, thanks for jumping on. I'm 207 I'm 207 centimeters, so I find it hard to find clothes that fit. I feel like I'm underdressed next to everyone. Uh, there'll be people that can cater for you. Also, factor in that you can get stuff tailored, okay? Now, when I say tailored or altered, a lot of people think, ooh, sounds expensive. It's really not. It's really not. For a couple of more dollars or pounds, wherever you're from, like, you can get something that is the jacket, not a jacket that's wearing you, you know what I mean? Like for a couple of extra quid, they can lengthen those arms or they can bring it in at the back or they can lengthen this and lengthen that. The trousers, they can add a couple more inches to, you know, I'm a tall guy too. I have the same issues and you, you learn the tricks of the trade, you know, a tailor or someone that can do alterations just becomes part of your shopping experience. So have a shop round for someone that can help you out in that area. And, um, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll be looking a lot better, buddy. All right. Right. Sigma male, a hierarchy type. Basically, it's been described as an alpha male who would be classed as a lone wolf rather than having a following. I have been reading stuff on hierarchy types in dating. Um, well, yeah, women are generally attracted to men that appear to be more higher up the social ladder or... Um, you know, higher higher up the social hierarchy, uh, so to speak. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just hardwired into us. And that's why, we, you know, we should all strive to be the best versions of ourselves. And that's why, you know, we got people on this channel wanting to be bigger and wanting to be better and wanting to be the best version of themselves. That's not to be an asshole or be an arrogant or be someone who is arrogant. It's just be someone that it starts becoming someone that has the long-term qualities for someone to invest in, right? It's all right you saying a woman has to be this, this, and this, but what work have you done on yourself to make yourself the investment? I, I think I put like a, like a little quote up on my Instagram timeline that kind of says that message. So yeah, I hope that answers your question. Just, just you just got to constantly be snowballing. Um, you know, set goals. You know, at times that you set goals and then you kind of 
you know, you exhaust yourself and then, you know, you don't do anything for a bit, just set yourself goals, whether it be, I don't know, fitness, whether it be, you know, in your career, social life, it's hard to get every, it all running at the same time, you know, it, it's very, it is difficult, especially when a lot, a lot of energy needs to be in a certain area of your life, but just, again, just, just work on it, man, just work on it, right? I have an official... Healthy food, Tunisia. Tunisia's in the house. Um, how to control my emotions and having a strong heart? Great question. Great question, JT. You've got to be more conscious of how that mind is working. You've got to go, got to be more conscious as to what your body is responding to and give yourself that thinking space, right? I talk about... Um, the word choose. I love the word choose. What I love about the word choose, it brings responsibility and accountability back in your control, right? What I mean by that, if something negative happens in front of you, let, let me really simplify. Let, let's simplify. You're driving, okay? You're driving down the road and minding your own business, whistling away to your favorite tune, yeah? And someone pulls out on the side road. No indication, just... Now, your initial response is, fuck, you, you fucking idiot, you this, that, and the other, right? So that is an automatic response, yeah? That's an automatic response. Like, you've got no control over that. So the first step is being aware. So right now is great. You're aware that you emotionally respond to things, right, with almost like... Like you're not in control of it, right? But now you are aware of it. That's why you're asking the question. The next time something happens like that, just sit there and think, okay, what's the, what's the opposite thing I could do right now? Okay, now this is called re reframing, right? What I tend to do when, when stuff like that happens is I smile. I smile. Like that happens, I, just, I, I sit there in that moment, I smile and I go... <laughs> amazing, you know, and it sounds really weird, it sounds quite an odd thing to do, but before you go ahead and judge that, right, just try it, just try it, right, it's called reframing, and that magic word, choose, you're choosing to think negatively, or you're choosing to think positively, right, and that's just, that's just something, that's just a little uh, analogy there that, you know, you can contextualize and, and perhaps sort of may put in put into your life and I, I hope that works for you right so great that you're aware but again choose okay spazaz hi ash hi ruben nightwing hi paul i like turtles i like turtles too buddy <laughs> that's an excellent meme hi danny hi george right I only met my real grandparents once, so I understand. Well, there you go. That's a really a great one to go in with, you know? You know, like for you to bring that up in a conversation, like someone's going to match you on that level, right? Then you're going to go there. So be vulnerable, man. Works. Amen. We allow 10% to be given to each other. 
Right. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. What else? Who else? Who else has got a question for me? I'm scrolling down, so maybe there is more questions. Um, we've had a few people on tonight. It's in Danish, so I can't really show you the messages. The ones I have on Tinder are based in Denmark. Okay, well, maybe you can translate them for me. I mean, I'd have to charge you a fee for, um, you know, spending time on that. But if you really want me to look into that, I can do that for you. Um, hi, Anata. Little Black Book Party. Hello. Welcome. Um, I'm not saying Tinder is a complete waste of time. I just, I am just sharing my view on that there are people on there that are wasting time, right? This generally happens in the timeline of a platform where at the beginning, it's really cool to jump on because it's new, it's fresh, it's exciting. And then what happens, right? You, you're forgetting like the app has to make money, right? At some point. So it goes through a period of being free and cool and then they start introducing adverts or they start introducing mechanisms that are designed to monetize the platform. And by that time, and why they've chose it to be that time, it's probably because the app has become so saturated with such a vast user base that um, it would just make more commercial sense to do it in that time. So it's not really, you know, that, that's when I see, I mean, Tinder's been great for, for ages. I mean, how many years has that thing been out for? You know, it's, I ha you have to acknowledge it's helped people bridge dialogue and, you know, and, and, and help people bridge dating experiences since its inception, right? But, you know, it's, there comes a time where you have to jump onto a different platform. If it's not serving you, change it, right? Just change the platform. You know, look, 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 at, look at the, uh, the social media, for example, right? Who remembers Bebo, right? Who remembers MySpace, right? And then Facebook come on, right? And now everyone and their dog is on Facebook. And then Instagram, right? Instagram was hot. It was only like the young audience that was on Instagram. And then, you know, we're seeing like in the, the, the numbers in the media right now, they're saying that like, you know, more and more adults are using Instagram. I mean, Instagram is where the attention's at, right? But Instagram, Inst Instagram will have its day, you know, it will be ruined and it'll be time to jump onto another platform, right? So just take, just use that reference to be the same rule as data apps, right? That's my take on it. How do you get out of your head when you feel a little awkward when trying to replenish your energy? What's the best mindset for going into interactions in general? The best mindset, again, I've said it earlier on in this um, broadcast, is to be playful. Yeah, You're not going out to exercise some military operation. Yeah, You're going out to have fun. You're going out to be playful. Not everyone is going to want to play, but as long as you're in that mindset, that's the best mindset you could possibly ask yourself to be in, right? Humor yourself and invite others into that humor. Don't go out to look to be accepted into other people's worlds, right? Enjoy the world and the aura that you're in and invite other people into that. The typical example would be if you look at a dance floor scenario, 
there's people maybe they're having fun on the dance floor and you go on there and then you try to interact with them. You get a cheap little dirty grind and that's about it, right? You're trying to invite yourself into their world. To hack an interaction, well, the most preferred way to hack an interaction on the dance floor would be to go on the dance floor, enjoy yourself with a buddy, and then the people from the outside that aren't experiencing a good time are seeing two dudes that are having a good time, so they come into your aura, and you know it almost becomes effortless to invite them in. You know, so that doesn't that, that's just you know something that can happen on a dance floor. But that's just just a way of thinking. It's just a you know an approach to you know, going out and being social. That's the way I look at it, right? Thomas, one more question. Would the book Primal Seduction by Steve Jabber be a good book to read, an attraction or a bad one? Don't know. Never, never read anything by that guy and never encountered him. So I don't have um, a fair opinion on that. What I will say is that you can read, I mean, you can read this guy's book, you can read my book that's coming out, you can read whatever book on, on Amazon and Waterstones, but you've got to be doing, you know? Don't just keep on putting barriers up as to, you know, putting up barriers that are going to keep preventing you or pushing back the date when you're actually going to do something about it, right? The real lessons, right, the rawest lessons are out there in social environments, Yeah? People ask me, is it a numbers game? At the beginning, yes. At the beginning, yes. It's a, number ca- it's a numbers game at the beginning because you have to accumulate the data points, right? You have to go out there and you have to interact with so many people to understand how humans behave, right? And when you've done that continuously, you know, you're just... You become the king of improv because you're already 10 steps ahead of what anyone could possibly come back with, right? Because you've been there so many more times than the average guy, right? You learn the responses. You learn the patterns in behavior, right? Get out and be social, yeah? It's important. Hi, James. Thanks for jumping on. Hi, Sapua. I'm a... Hi, William. What's the best application for online dating? Again, we just spoke about that. I just think like whatever is the newest hot app, get on it uh, as soon as possible because, you know, it goes through certain social circles first. It goes through certain marketing funnels where the more attractive people are going to be on there. So that's one take. Another take is if you have a particular preference, then you might want to go for a more niche uh, dating app. For example, if you're, you know, if you are a follower of such faith, you might want to choose one that accommodates for that. Or, you know, if you have uh, <laughs> a particular kink, you know, there's apps that accommodate for that. So have that in mind. Have have that have in mind that. Whatever's the newest, hottest one, get on it, right? Because genuinely, that's where the women go first, right? And think of a niche one, yeah? 
Cool. So it's subjective. Hi, Abhishek. Right. The real Deborah. Hi, Deborah. What platform would you suggest is best when it comes to dating? I could just say it. I'm, I'm, I think I just answered that one in, in the last question there. Right. Go out and have fun. I'm flying solo this weekend. Fantastic. Um, some advice for when you're going out on your own solo is to, you know, get familiar with the environments where the women that you find attractive are most likely to be and befriend the venue, befriend the bar staff, befriend the event managers or whoever is associated with that venue. Therefore, you're never really going out on your own. You're going out and you're going out to see your friends, right? Um, it just works. And what I would say as well, go out on a quiet night, right, to that bar and shoot the shit with the barman or, you know, the, the bar lady or, you know, wherever, wherever this environment is and just get to know them. So when it does come to the busy night and they're like eight deep at the bar, you just give them the nod. You show that you're familiar. You know, there's a sign that you're familiar with each other. That's attractive to the outside world looking in. And also, maybe you're not waiting nine people back in that queue. And you can bypass that and get a drink real quickly. <laughs> but don't be a prick. Make sure you tip them, yeah? <laughs> Alex Morgan, well, welcome. Julian, well, for jump, thanks for jumping on. All right, we, we haven't got long. I think we got like six minutes left, guys. Right, so we are coming to the end now, right? And I haven't spoke about what we got coming up, so I'm just going to quickly do that. Look, if you are infused about getting a grip with shit in your life, right, but just need to kick up the ass, okay, you want to understand more about this brain box up here, you want to become a master conversationalist, then check out my programs at johnnycassell.com. The seven-day program is a real groundbreaker. We do seven days, seven nights, back-to-back coaching, infield coaching. Uh, no stone is left unturned. Uh, if you're not quite ready for that, then we've got the Impactful Connection Workshop as 12 hours with myself and my team on the 27th of April. If you're in the US, you know, don't think we've forgotten about you guys. We're coming for you in LA in November, okay? That's the week of the 4th of November. We're doing our seven-day program over there, okay? There is also a live-in experience. So if you're interested in that, you want to live with us in the hills like a rock star, then we can accommodate for that. DM me and I can tell you a bit more about it, okay? Right, let's quickly squeeze out some of these questions. I have made more compliments about her appearance, but I haven't said yet that I like her. Yeah, that's a good good point. How soon, like, you know, how long have you known each other? That's an important part of the equation, right? Where guys mess up is they try to move it too fast, Yeah. Because we do, we want to get things quite quickly, don't we? Yeah, but take your time. Take your time, yeah? And enjoy the process of that. Enjoy the process of getting to know someone on a deeper level and enjoy the process of emotionally investing in someone, yeah? So, I mean, Jesus, I've, 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 I tell stories where I've met someone in February and in November they're my girlfriend, you know, just building, just building like that, okay? 
I'm not comfortable with selfie and photo of my daily activities because sometimes it's work and gym and training. So I felt so lame about showing to girls. Um, yeah, selfies are really like, um, like gym selfies. It's, it's just a bit naff, you know, um, here's the deal. Women can see that you're a gym buff because you just look good. Do you know what I mean? We don't have to take pictures to validate that we're at a gym. You know, I mean, it's, it's just a bit naff. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you've got a shirt, you've got a t-shirt and you're, you're, you're looking great. That's enough to say I go to the gym. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that helps, buddy. Uh, girls are emotional and that's the girl looks a secondary. Need to come to Florida. Uh, you need to come to LA. <laughs> We're going to LA. So come to LA, William. You know, it'd be great to take this online relationship offline. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. All right. Uh, countries besides you. Daniel, yeah, I've, I've done, I've done loads of Europe. I've done loads of Europe. Um, you know, so yeah, we're we're just doing a lot more U.S. stuff um, in the coming years, um, U U.K. and U.S. I mean, we get here's the deal: like clients are flying in to see us here uh, in London, like week in week out from all over the world, and if they're not flying in, you know, they're flying us out. So, you know, shit, we got two minutes left. Right, right, right. I'm definitely interested. William, I I want you there, buddy. Let's let's talk. Let's get you on. Let's enroll you now. All right. All right, guys. Look, um, I've enjoyed it again. I've had a busy day and I didn't think I was actually gonna make this this live um broadcast today, but I'm really glad I did because there's some great questions that have been asked. Um, this is my commitment to you. Every Tuesday, you've got an hour of my time. And I answer your questions, okay? Um, again, I got a book coming out. And it's coming, guys. End of the month. And I want you guys to have a copy. It would mean the world to me, right? And if you if you feel competent in this area, get it for a friend. Get it for a friend that isn't quite at the stage of admitting that they need help, right? Because there are people out there like that, right? They're not quite ready to accept that they need help. But maybe one day they'll pick up this book right? Or read that article or read that blog and it'll inspire them to take action and do something about it because, you know, life is what you make of it. And we've all got those friends around us that perhaps are just not making much of it. You know, they're in a rut. So don't be self-centered with just your development within this. Yeah. Look around and look to see if you can help someone else. You know, this is what I do week in, week out. I'm constantly helping people and it's highly rewarding. So take the same sentiment and, you know, experience what that feels like to, to just take what you've learned and pass it on to someone else. It's highly rewarding. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thank you for, again, um, being part of an interactive audience and supporting my work. Um, really, really appreciate you guys for logging on. And I will see you next Tuesday unless I'm seeing you in person or coaching you, okay? All right, take care. If you enjoyed the content, follow me on Instagram at London Dating Coach.